0: Hey Purpose Peeps, this is Dina Wiggins of DinaWiggins.com, your sister in purpose and me, Sultan. So today Purpose Peeps, I want to welcome you. I welcome you to The Spark Life, the place where our growing community of Purpose Peeps comes together to unlock. Unlock what sparks you. Unlock what makes you come alive and learn from other Purpose Keeps how to leverage it, how to build your sparked light, and create more results that matter. So Purpose Keeps, one question. Are you ready? Let's go. guys really rocked out the last exercise like you guys um, really rocked out adding distractions to our like story map really so it started out as this um, small activity and then it just kind of grew to this thing that we can really um, add on to to kind of see the holistic picture of what's been operating in our lives right so what I find really interesting with that, and a lot of you share the same sentiment, is that it's cool to see how purpose unfolds. And purpose has been unfolding throughout this um, story and these threads within our lives. And it's like we're waking up to it and having more of an intentional practice and awareness about you know how life is really working for us, how we have all this support, this kind of, um, helping us along and helping us to see, um, in bigger picture, that's kind of more in keeping to the story of our becoming. So that's like the big headline, um, from some of your feedback, which was amazing. And also the fact that we added those pluses and minuses with the distractions to kind of see like in the moment, my perception was that this was positive or this was negative. This was for me or this was not for me. And then as my story continued to unfold, I found that sometimes they flip-flopped. So sometimes things that um, I I perceived as um, positive or for me actually ended up being like a distraction. And vice versa, more often than not, Some of the things that I thought were not for me were actually building my muscles in some of the areas that are really impactful for me, which I call, in my methodology, Keys to Success. So you guys really rock that out. And I would just um, um, offer to you to um, keep that visible. Keep it visible. Just don't let it be um, an activity um, just let it be like um, just something that keeps you present to all the themes that um, you identified just with um, doing those two exercises and kind of layering it. And we're going to add another layer um, after our time together today. Okay. Ooh, this is getting juicy. Can you feel that? Oh, my goodness. So this Sparking Light episode um, is a little different. So um, the title is um, The Purpose of Your Story, and um, one of the things that we demystified when um, the Sparked Life podcast began is that it's not indicative of like our surroundings or events. It's sort of the, the Sparked Life is a mindset. It's an intention. And it's something that we hold that's not indicative of whether like what we discussed on, on your, on the previous exercise with your map, whether you see life as being for you or not being for you in the moment, we have just embraced the fact that we are living our spark life. Our spark life is for for us and our spark life is happening now. So, um, it was really interesting. Um, just life. So, um, we have a big question of the of the week that happens in the Purpose Peak community um, every Sunday, and we've just been really fortunate to kind of have one kind of bubble up every um, Sunday. I think the first since the first one, which was I think um, January the twentieth, and they're just so juicy. They go places. They go into nooks and crannies that I couldn't have imagined. I always end up going on a journey, and um, so that's just something that I'm really. Um, Seeing it as a possible key to success like um, when I'm giving a download about something that you know could work for me something that's for me in this season and just having the commitment and the discipline to just kind of sit with it and be with it and let it unfold and witness what it came here to serve and um, that's just a wonderful way to do that in the community so check that out if you haven't Um, go to any um, social media platform at Dina for your purpose and check that out on Sunday. And then every um, morning um, when I sit with it and just kind of um, have a meditation with the with the question of the week and the words, by going through that disciplined approach of looking at the definition of the words and just wherever that trail of, trail of inquiry goes, sometimes it goes to the antonym. Sometimes it goes to the cinnamon. Cin- cinnamon. <laughs> Synonym. Sometimes it goes to... Um, the history of the word. It's always something juicy there. It never fails. I'm just so delighted with it. So this week, um, the question of the week was, what relationships impact your growth? And so, um, you know, as a purpose coach um, who is certified in a methodology and um, robust um, platform and survey assessment, um, we know that from a scientific standpoint, just from the psychological aspect of purpose. I approach purpose holistically, and I love the scientific um, approach. And I also love that um, the art of purpose and the the that bigger view as well. And so, um, in the methodology, three areas that impact purpose in your doing and what you do um, are relationships, impact, and growth. So it would be easy for me to think that you know it's going to go in this direction, and as usual, that is not the case. And so, what happened? Um, one morning, I put up a post, um, something about um, relationships, and immediately I started getting these notifications um, from different um, YouTube channels that I subscribed to, and it was also and I also got an email as well. And um, one of the videos was an interview between a model, Claudia, and um, Jill um, Taylor, and Jill Taylor is the um, um, neuroscientist who experienced a massive stroke, and from someone who studies the brain, and who was um, right brain dominant, um, that's also this amazing, has this amazing scientific process method mind, was able to Understand what was happening in her brain when the hemorrhage happened in the left hemisphere of her brain, which was all her processes and her systems and her methodology, and then she was left with this right functioning of the brain and just experiencing what it was like um, just to have that um, limited um, experience of life and how she was able to really rebuild her life over the next eight years and of course did this amazing TED Talk, wrote this book and what's really interesting, purpose peeps, is that I experienced her in her book before I had my a stroke in my life. Check that out. So if I were going and I were looking in my map, um, that would have been like I don't. I wouldn't even know what bucket to put that in because it was so life altering for me. Um, I am a young stroke survivor. My stroke happened in my. Um, I see. I think it was my early 40s, like 43, 44 years old. And um, it was just something that just kind of rocked me to my core when it happened. But I have to tell you that because I had read this book, because I had, um, I I don't know, it was something that sparked me about her experience, Um, you know, over time, not initially, I was able to kind of lean into my experience and just be like, okay, something is happening there is um a bigger picture here other than the, my, the immediate response what happened why did this happen how do i stop this from happening again because when you the, my stroke happens in my optic nerve and um so it was initially um pretty let me just let me just back up so um, it was a couple of days after my birthday, and I had noticed some changes in my sight. I noticed that if I was um, laying in bed and I was watching television, like I had to like readjust myself because I couldn't see the full screen. Um, when I was driving at night, I noticed that I almost like I couldn't see the yellow line when I was making a left turn. So I made these cra- I was making these crazy turns at night. I just something was going on with my vision. I've never wore glasses or anything. I had 20/20 20, 20 vision, so I just assumed that I needed to get glasses. And when I went in to get glasses, um, I had the most caring person who um, was trying to alert me that there was something major going on. She could see pallor in my optic nerve, which means they had died. There was no there was no functioning. And so um, she was trying to get me to a neuro-ophthalmologist who could do a different battery of tests. And she was very calm. Um, can, can you get there? How quickly can you get there? I've called, they'll be waiting for you type of thing. I still had no idea what was going on. And then I had the most caring neuro-ophthalmologist who basically took me in my hands, by my hands and said, sweetheart, you've had a stroke and you need to go to the, um, emergency room immediately because we don't know what caused the stroke. Okay. And so, um, it was weird because it wasn't, um, like, um, uh, I wasn't experiencing, um, the other signs, the, the, um, smile, the, the loss of, um, movement or, um, numbness or something going on with my gait. It was my sight. And, um, so I went to the emergency room that had a neuro ophthalmologist on staff and they immediately started doing these um, tests to make sure that I didn't have like a mass, um, in my, you know, close to my optic nerve. They kind of cut off, um, the flow. They were, you know, doing all these image, all this imaging. And so, um, thankfully it took me out of like, um, really scary territory pretty quickly. But then it began this quest that took many months to figure out why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? And so everyone was on board with, I'm trying to like solve this puzzle to make sure that it, one, it didn't happen again. And two, that it didn't happen in my opposite eye, which would have left me legally blind. So in my, um, in my left visual field, um, over half of the sight is gone. It's like if you drew a circle and drew a line across the diameter of the circle, everything below that line is just gone. So if I put my hand over my eye and look at the mirror, I can see like eyebrows and above, I don't see below. And then there's also some loss like going toward the right, like, um, you know, next to my nose. And so depth perception, you know, is something. So it was it was just like... um something. So, but this is still my sparked life. This is still my sparked life. And, um, I wish I could say that, um, I kind of had that, um, that presence or that knowing at the time I wasn't, I didn't, um, I was very fearful, but amazingly I had these secret synchronistic things that happened. Um, where, um, just different purpose peeps just kind of were planted in my life and they would just like speak something that kind of sparked me and connected with a spark of, um, sometime before just, it just kind of resonated like, like, um, it, it, it sparked, but then it like, um, caught on to something that was already kind of like deposited in my soul, if you will. And it just kind of gave me a, that in and of itself gives me comfort And one of the things that um, I became aware of when when I'm studying one of the questions of the week and being with one of the questions of the week is that synchronicity, for me, it restores my soul. So if it it gives me, it restores my hope. It gives me enough to keep going um, while I'm in like a place of um, ambiguity and unknowing. It's just enough to let me know, hey, I'm not alone. Hey. This is, this is, this is something that's happening for me. And the story just hasn't been told yet. So that's why I wanted to call this episode, the power of your story. So many times purpose peeps. Now, if you go back and look at your, um, your story mapping and everything you've put on it thus far, there's so many times in our lives that we perceive things with our, you know, right now vision. We perceive things with everything we know in the moment but then, when you go back and you look at it, it's like you can see the more of the story because, like, you've lived more of the chapters. You know what I mean? And so it's just um, really interesting. So it's not just the power of your story when you, you know, like kind of come through it and you get clarity and you've picked up your. Um, picked up your nuggets you picked up your gems from the experience you put them in your satchel so that you can use them as members of your toolkit over time you realize that wow these things that I've been picking up these lessons they're really formulating themes and I call those themes keys to success intentionally because I believe that we're gifted with these things we're gifted with these things even through some of the most challenging um, circumstances I can't Tell you what it's like to, um, uh, to to become ill, and you've never been ill in your life, um, or to have a loss of something that is just so integral to what you do, you don't even think about it. So you don't think about vision, you don't think about you know these other things. If this is something and how you've been operating, and all the time you've been on this earth, and it's like you have to like um, readapt and readjust, you know, and even in those times. Um, I knew that um, perseverance was being cultivated. Resilience was being cultivated. Surrender was being cultivated. All these muscles that um, really um, come together and kind of serve like a, even a bigger purpose than what they did in that moment. Because once you recognize your themes, once you recognize your keys to success, purpose peeps, guess what? Those keys open doors. That's, that's real Intention. That's a realization mindset. Those keys that were cultivated, all the nooks and crannies in your keys that were cultivated by your life experiences open doors that you are meant to go through. Or they open doors that have locks that like, like you create and then you open the door and then you usher other purpose peeps through. Like there's intention with that. So the power of our story, I think, is realized when we unpack and we understand it's so much more to it. What if Dr. Taylor thought that the end of her story was I had this debilitating stroke and I had to learn everything from language, from walking, from eating, from all of these things, right? But it did not. And she did not. And and those that were in her circle, it's all these stories about her mom that she calls Gigi, which is interesting because my grandchildren call me Gigi and I just kind of love it. Um, But her mom just um, intuitively was just um, like um, supporting her daughter and just taking clues from her body and from just being present with her about what she needed. It wasn't coming from a textbook. It wasn't coming from, you know, what this person said. This, her mom was her person was, you know, one of her persons and was relating to her in a way that is awe-inspiring and therefore was able to support her in her healing process, um, which is amazing, which now is like, um, uh, from through the interview, I can understand our elements of someone else's like body of work, like they use that. Um, like that actually is a formal system that she kind of learned her way through. And I just so resonated with that because Purpose Peeps, that's kind of how I vibe. Like um, learning through life and growing through life and I'm just saying, wow, it's something here. Um, How can I structure it so that I can scale it and share it with other Purpose Peeps, right? And then it's like being gifted after the fact with like, oh wow, that's really the theory of this or that's the something of that or what, and not having a clue about it but just really trusting life and just um, trusting my process and trusting the path to purpose which is why I can speak so passionately about it from the deep, deep experience that I've had and the deep, deep experience that others and clients have had um, really kind of surrendering to their process and their path to purpose. So I wanted to, number one, just, um, share that story because it's like, it's so, um, you know, powerful. It's so, um, it's just amazing. And so the person that was interviewing her, Claudia, she heard the stroke that she experienced from a different, from a different reason, but it was the same outcome where she had the vision loss. She had the um, headache, the pain, the stiffness, she had a vision loss. And most of her vision came back except for that one, um, like, a, like a wedge on the left side is the way she described it. And it was so interesting because Dr. Taylor, um, when they were um, talking to her in this interview, and I'll drop the link in so you can watch it if you like. But um, she was saying, wow, but if you focus on just the thing, the event, and everything around the event and the loss, and that's real, and we're not saying not to ex- ex- accept you know, what is. But if you turn, there's all this possibility that kind of surrounds that. And there's even possibility in that because now um, Claudia is a spokesperson for um, an association that serves people that have had strokes. Like she's a powerful, dynamic spokesperson. Like it opened her life up. It opened corridors that were within her, always there. But it just kind of opened her up And so she's having this uh, uh, even more fulfilling and enriching experience with life because of that experience, not in spite of that experience. And what's really interesting is like one of the um, people, I call them earth angels. I think that angels are messengers of God and that um, when we hear something in our knowing that says, say this to someone check on someone pick on the pick up the phone and call someone and we do that we are actually being messengers of God we are actually you know we are we are connecting something that's letting someone know that there is a presence a bigger presence that's here for you that's 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 in your everyday day-to-day and it's amazing so my experience was with that um past post-stroke is that I ended up I'm um, going to a different location for one of my um, follow-on doctor's appointments. Um, my granddaughter was born um, suddenly in emergency in an emergency, and I had to cancel my appointment. and when I rescheduled the appointment, it was at a different location so there was different um, um, staff, different nurses, everything. And so um, one of the the nurse that was actually attending to me, she said her name was Amy and she said, um, Wow, I was wondering um, when I was on my way here because I was on my way to a different location, and I came here, um, and I was thinking, why am I here? Who am I on assignment for? Because she has um, unlocked her life to a point that she recognizes that these, you know, sudden shifts in her norm um, could be opportunities to, you know, serve in a way that she, you know, has to serve someone or serve in a way that's different from her day-to-day. And so she has learned that when that happens, she checks in. So checks in means that I don't figure it out. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just present to, hey, something could be happening. Let me put my antenna up. And so um, I was telling her about um, what had happened to me, and she was just listening, and she said, can I tell you something? And I said, well, certainly. And she said, um, you lost your sight, but you will gain your vision back. And she said, and when you do, here's my telephone number and I want you to call. And so, um, when I heard her and I knew that she was sincere, um, I got sparked when she said it, um, something inside of me, she made my baby of possibility leap inside of me. I talk about this a lot in my book, Divine Spark. I actually talk about the experience with Amy in Divine Spark. I wish that I could share with um, Amy the big aha, which is um, my sight wasn't restored, but my vision was um, unlocked. And that's the, that's the big aha for me. So, and for a long time, I was just looking for that um, natural, that vision, that natural, obvious, you know, restoration in this optic nerve. I was expecting for this miracle to happen in this optic nerve, but the miracle that happened was that, um, because of this, different parts of me were unlocked. Um, different senses were heightened. My, um, um, uh, uh, spiritual vision, um, was unlocked and I just began this amazing journey. And it came from a place where I thought that I, I didn't lose everything, but I lost something that impacted everything. And I had a really hard time trying to get back to it. And, you know, what hearing um, Dr. Nolte in this interview with um, Claudia really helped me to remember that I want to share with you is that, um, you know, just how we relate to the different things that happen in life um, they kind of change. They can evolve over time as we gain perspective, as we gain healing, as we um, go through, um, like, um, you know, our process and our path to purpose journey. And um, things can look, you know, very differently from one moment to the next as we are on our path to purpose and we are becoming. And it's just beautiful to me that is just the, the essence of living the spark to life. And so, and these experiences are not indicative upon um, just, the, just the, 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 the superficial or the ground floor level of things that we think, um, you know, um, heighten our experiences. You know, it's from, you know, taking another look. It's from having a um, different perspective that um, we really, really can embrace the sparked life on a level that um, changes the trajectory of our lives it just changes how we are and how we relate to life so on that note I want you to pull that map out again and this time I want you to um, mark your pivotal relationships on your journey your pivotal relationships and your relationships could be um, those relate those people those people that kind of showed up and, you know, were, were guides that gave you, they were messengers. They gave you a piece of information. They gave you something to chew on. I can remember someone that gave me something to chew on that irked my last nerve for about five years, but it was something that was key to understanding relationships that served me. I tell you, so a coworker, um, I could just, I was just, um, probably fussing about my husband. And at the time, and he said to me, you sure do love to be right, don't you? But he didn't say it to me with the energy of like, um, like judgment. I felt like he was sharing something with me that he could have told me, but he was wise. He was why he was so wise that he gave me something to chew on that I would unpack over the years. And sometimes in relationships, you surrender the need to be right for the need to be in relationship and it's not a compromise it's out of integrity it is a um, compromise in love that says you know what i have more value on this relationship and what this relationships means means to me than putting down um checks on a piece of paper and keeping score that that's kind of what i'm talking about so it's it's very much an integrity, but that would be a relationship that I would definitely note on my map. So go back and look at that. Now relationships could also be how you relate to life, because the it, relate the re, relationships that kind of um, change over time and just kind of expand over time. Um, they expand as I as the way that we relate to them expands, as the way that we can. We can um, the connection, the connectivity network is more than what you thought it was when you first connected, type of thing. So Amy was wonderful on that day. Amy gave me hope in the moment of that day, Nurse Amy. But then over time, as I traveled on to my journey, as I wrote about the experience in my book, when I got more clarity about it and thought that it could help other purpose peeps, um, even now when I'm sitting and it's you know uh, almost uh, six years later. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I can I can see that it's even richer than what I thought. So go back and look at those um, relationships. And um, for our uh, mantra, um, until our next time together, let's let's add um, the spark life is for us, and our relationships help us to relate to our becoming on the journey. All right, purpose peeps. Until next time, this is Dina, your sister in purpose and purpose resultant that's taking a powerful stand for my belief in your sparked life and your results that matter. Peace out.